This is a podcast from the London Accordion Orchestra. For more information, visit our website at www.londonao.co.uk. Hello, I'm Sam Cullen, Principal Bass Player for LAO. In this episode, I'll be taking a look at two of the pieces that we have programmed for a concert in Wimbledon on May the 18th, 2019. For the concert, we will be playing two very famous pieces, Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue and Vidor's Toccata. The first piece I want to take a look at is the latter, written in 1879. The fifth movement in F major is often referred to as just Vidor's Toccata because it is his most famous piece. It's one of the most regularly requested wedding day pieces in the world. Many a bride and groom have left the church the sound of the Vidor, as it's often called. It certainly provides something of a challenge for your average parish organist to pull off successfully. The Toccata first became popular around 1880. Although referred to as a symphony, this work does not actually fit the title in the traditional sense, and nor do Vidor's other organ symphonies for that matter. Rather, we can only assume that the term is intended to convey the composer's full use of the organ's range of musical colour, in much the same way that other composers employ all elements of the orchestra's possibilities when writing a standard symphony. The melody of Vidor's Toccata is based upon an arrangement of rapid staccato arpeggios, which form phrases initially in F, moving in fifths through to C major, G major, etc. Each phrase consists of one bar. This melody is complemented by syncopated chords, forming an accented rhythm against the perpetual arpeggio motif. The phrases are contextualised by a descending bass line, often beginning with the seventh tone of each phrase key. For example, where the phrase consists of an arpeggio in C major, the bass line begins with a B flat. The arpeggios eventually modulate through all 12 keys until Vidor brings the symphony to a close with triple F block chords in the final three bars. Following Vidor's example, other composers adopted this style of toccata as a popular genre in French romantic organ music. Vidor wrote a total of ten organ symphonies, but sadly it is only the toccata from number 5 that retains any kind of popular appeal today. I doubt that Vidor ever imagined it would be performed by an accordion orchestra, and in our case, with an organ. But if he were alive today, he might be pleasantly surprised that it has been arranged and recorded by several accordion orchestras around the world. The recording extracts played earlier was performed by the Honer Accordion Orchestra.
Moving 45 years from this Carter, on January 4, 1924, the New York Tribune published a small news article announcing, to the composer's surprise, that George Gershwin was writing a jazz concerto. Having forgotten that he had agreed to write a piece for an evening of new music written by an American composer of the time, the concert was titled An Experiment in Modern Music. Initially, he declined to participate in the concert due to rewrites of a badly reviewed one-act opera, which had its recent premiere, but thankfully, he changed his mind and came up with the idea when travelling on a train journey to Boston. He told his biographer, It was the rasty bang and steely rhythms of the train moving that conceived the thematic material. of the piece, the audience included many important and influential musicians of the time, including Rachmaninoff, Stravinsky, Chrysler, Stokowski, Sousa, and Willie the Lion Smith. The event has since become historic specifically because of its premiere of The Rhapsody. The 1924 orchestration was developed for solo piano and Whiteman's band, which consisted of 16 instruments. Gershwin arranged the piece for two pianos, and it was later orchestrated for a full symphony orchestra by 1942, after Gershwin's death. It has been arranged for many different ensembles, and here it is performed by the London Accordion Orchestra, Percussion and Jason Carr on solo piano.
The work consists of several extended parts, starting with the exposition that introduces many of the work's major themes. It moves on to a bluesy march which transforms into a speeding train and segues into a meditation from the piano solo on the closing motif. And then we have the return of opening theme and the blues march. We then hear the broad tune and after a brief transition, Gershwin comes up with a genius theme that lifts the piece to a whole new level, doubly effective because it's totally unexpected. This theme has had a considerable life outside the Rhapsody itself. Paul Whiteman used it as his band's musical signature. An American airline continues to identify its brand with it. And people have called the tune Tchaikovskyan, not for any technical reason, but because of its gorgeous singing quality. It builds in the orchestra before the piano takes over. Moving on to the cadenza with the exciting piano solo which brings back the Latin element from earlier and transforms into the quasi-recap. The orchestra takes up the broad tune, this time in the guise of a snappy number. It builds to a climax and a sharp dissonance, and the piano then begins another climax on the blue note riff.
The music reaches a climax, and how, with the hypothesis of the repeated note motive of the opening. The announcement comes roaring back in the full orchestra, and the piece ends grandly on the blue note riff. Accordion Orchestra celebrate their 20th anniversary year with a very special gala concert at the incredible Sacred Heart Church in Wimbledon, 3pm Saturday the 18th of May. The programme will include Rhapsody in Blue with concert pianist Giles Kennedy, the ever-popular Toccata by Vidor with organist Robert Rathbone and the world premiere of Black Mountain by LEO conductor Ian Watson. We will be joined by a choir in a dramatic reworking of Jupiter from the planets as well as Dance on Number 2 by Marquez. Thanks for listening, and until next time, it's goodbye from us. You've been listening to the London Accordion Orchestra podcast. For more information, visit our website, www.londonao.co.uk.